All right, who's ready for some summer fun? Get fabulous and bet on it. This is Most Extreme Podcast, High School Musical Month. Welcome to Most Extreme Podcast, the 2000 pop culture comedy show. This is a mini-series on the High School Musical trilogy called High School Musical Month. I'm Alejandro Joaquin. I'm Brett Ellison, and uh, Jarrett is not Where's here today. Jared? Well, you see, Jarrett, um, I don't know where he is. All I see is just like a big hole in the couch where he used to be. <laughs> like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, wow, that's a big hole. Oh, now the lawnmower's going off. Oh, look, the lawnmower's delivering a note. A note. Wow. Okay, what is this? Uh, uh, it's from Jarrett. People are going to be really confused if they don't know who Jarrett is. Jarrett's the <laughs> other host of the show. Um, yeah. Okay, do you want to read it out loud? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Coming soon to the world of AMC. So I think in general, I think in general, I still like High School Musical 1 better than High School Musical 2. Um, I don't know how that uh, will compare to you guys, but... But as far as the soundtrack is concerned, uh, "What Time Is It?" is an incredible opening track to a uh, to a movie, and it like perfectly shows the the time between you know it, the High School Musical one ending and now it's summertime. It's just great song. Um, I think my favorite from it is "I Don't Dance" between Chad and Ryan. That is one of my favorite songs in the whole of the trilogy. Uh, is that song? I think some of the just. Just the the beat, rhythm of it and like musically what it's doing is fun. And then, you know, if you it does when they suddenly are just in different outfits at the end, that's a little strange. But uh, I think the scene is fun and, and that's just a really good one. The bet on it thing with Troy, you know, it doesn't really work for me. I know a lot of people love it and the memes are great. But I just I just think it's just OK. And but the <laughs> the, the quality of reflection in the water um, kind of spooked me when, when I first saw it. So that is, that's not what any normal reflection looks like. That's a little too uncanny Valley as, as the kids say, but, um, the last song every day, you know, coming off the heels of breaking free and we're all in this together. Just didn't quite, didn't quite do it. The Huma Huma Numa Numa, uh, fish song, the Hawaiian fish song that wasn't even really in the movie, right? Uh, from what I recall it's just so I, I don't even really count that i still like probably the first one better i think i'm may like the third one more or some songs in the third one more but still can't top the first one still can't top the first one but oh my gosh wow i can't believe that you was said that. the most swearing i've ever heard well that was a hot take did we really need all the end about crypto at the end that was too know. much yeah i don't know i learned nothing but you know <laughs> yeah, that was more of an ad yeah, I feel like I don't know why he went on that long tangent about, um, you know, the what is that picture thing called? Oh, the the Dolly thing yeah. where you can yeah. like type in AI. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? That's a thing on Twitter where people are like, it's a AI thing where you can like type in whatever and it will make an image of it. Right, right. The, the memes. Yes. The memes. Okay, we're on the same page. Okay. Welcome to High School Musical Month, everybody. <laughs> we're here. We're hanging out. All about Zac Efron and. Um, Vanessa Hudgens. Hey, can you, can you speak real quick? Yeah. Mike, which one are you? Uh, check, this check. one. Okay. Okay, we're good. I just okay. Want to okay. Uh, yeah, Leave so, it in. <laughs> yeah, this is going in for sure. All right, High School Musical Month. We're here. We're yeah. enjoying it. This is the second part, the High School Musical 2. Um, Finally. 
Finally. What the fans have been waiting for. <laughs> what the fans have been waiting for. It wouldn't be great if we just did one and then three and two. Yeah. I mean, we, I think, I don't know if we ever said this, but I think spacing them out over like three years would have been interesting. <laughs> but oh, I don't think anybody would have waited that long. No. Whoops. There goes the mic. Um, yeah, that would have been fun, but I don't know if it's something that anybody really asked for. I like that we're doing it once a week now. Yeah. But it's only three movies, so. Yeah. Well, and, and a spinoff Disney show and a spinoff, or I mean, the Disney Plus show and then a spinoff movie. Right. And then there's the the the, the touring act, like the yes. Broadway kind of show. Yep. And then there's... Countless <laughs> real uh, high school productions. Right. Did, Wait, your, did your high schooler, or did you ever hear of a high, a high school, school doing school? this? Yeah. No, I did not. But I definitely can expect... Expect it to be now. Yeah. When I was going to college, the big thing that everyone in high school was doing was Shrek the Musical. Uh-huh. And now wow. I'm seeing a lot of people doing SpongeBob the Musical. In high schools. Even in college, yeah. There wow. was one NC State University just did SpongeBob the Musical well, I can't wait to see countless uh, middle school productions of Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. That would be hard. Speaking of which, though, like, my, my middle school did high school musical, too. Really? Yeah. Which oh, you, was, I think you mentioned it last time, yeah. Yeah, which was funny because it's like they never did the first one. Or they, ju- the, <laughs> they just did two. They just did two, which I'm like, I'm, I'm, I hope people can follow the plot. Um, there wasn't a previously on. Yeah. They just have like a, a like a plot summary in uh-huh. the beginning. They should make that a song. That should be the intro song. That would be interesting. Summarizes the events of the first one. That would be interesting. Well, I think they kind of just expect you to, which is the thing I like about this movie mm-hmm. is it just kind of starts and it feels like the beginning, the very opening of just like the empty hallways mm-hmm. feel like the opening of like a sitcom. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like just opening credits like directed by Kenny Ortega. I, I actually can't like I feel like there's so many movies that start with like kids in a room waiting for the bell to ring, like for yeah. the summer to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I feel like there's so many parodies and so many like right. The Simpsons has done it, like parodying like other uh, mm-hmm. like high school movie, movies. But it, it, it is also because I don't know for people who have gone to actual school, I feel like the last day is normally either a half day or like a fun day. Yeah, it's always like we're gonna play at more gym today or something. Yeah, there's still definitely that one teacher though that still like is lecturing for some reason. Right. Um, yeah. Also, they're still in the same classroom. I just yeah. realized that in all three of them, they're still in the same classroom with that teacher, the same students. Uh huh. So I'm like, are they all collectively like failing this class <laughs> over and over, or is it just like I don't know? And this is the character Jason, who's like, what's your what was your favorite summer memory? <laughs> It's but a it's fun. It starts off with a bang for sure, though. So like, let's get into one yeah. thing. Well, I do like how it begins mainly just because the music reminded me of this is going to show how nerd I am. Like the opening, like because the first movie starts with just like a very basic font over like snow, mm-hmm. which we talked about last time was actually potatoes of right. like high school musical. Right. And then this one's just like high school musical, too. And then it's just kind of like slow pans through the hallways of East High. Mm-hmm. And then it's like this kind of like really 90s music. That for some reason reminds me of the music from Wings. I don't know why. Wings is a TV show from the 90s, like a sitcom. Uh-huh. It just sounds like this. Oh, that is exactly. But I heard, I was like, is this Wings? That's so. like the high school, like, musical theme. Do they play that in the first movie, yeah, too? Yeah, uh, maybe. The first movie. I feel like they do. Maybe. So, so here's the thing. Before we get off track too fast, you watched all three of these. 
yeah. to portray yourself. Now, your background on this movie specifically, you did the play in middle school. Mm-hmm. Is well, that how I, you got I didn't into do it? it I was like, oh, you were I just watched like, it. You watched it. Yeah, okay. my hype. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that crap. Yeah. <laughs> I know I couldn't sing or dance, so can I you, had... can you do both now? Um, show us. No, triple backflip right now. Well, no, he did not it, yet. everybody. <laughs> I, uh, yes, I did it. <laughs> um, okay, so but did you, we've mm-hmm. talked about the first one in terms of your background, and the second one. Do you okay? Thoughts on this movie specifically overall? Overall, yeah. I mean, I'm still so like. I'm trying to decide which one's my favorite. Okay. And I feel like I have different things for different. Like, I like the first one's story. I like this one's, like, dancing and, um, like, music. Okay. And the last one, it's, like, all the production and and the, like, choreography, too. Yeah. Like, it's crazier in the third one. Oh, man. But I think the second one's just, like, the funnest for me. Okay. I mean, it's, like, I feel like that one I could pop in. Sure. Casually, more than the other ones. Right. And, like, not be that bored or at least, like, wince. Because uh, it's just, like, it's just good summer vibes. Summer Remi- vibes. You know, it reminds me of, like, being a kid just chilling in the in the couch um, chilling. watching this movie instead That's of going outside. That's how I spend outside. my summers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just watching movies. Um, yeah, so what about I, you, Brett? Well, I think we mentioned this last time is that I am very new to these films. I'm very new to specifically – I've only seen the first movie. So two, mm-hmm. I have never seen this one before. I realize now I have heard the first song, What Time Is It?, only just because anytime anybody asks what time is it when that movie mm-hmm. came out, everybody would say summertime. And right. then now – and, and I have seen the bet on it scene because of the memes, but mm-hmm. uh, this I never seen this movie before. So really? I came into the first one. You know, I've seen the first one before. It's very the warm blanket of a film. It's very mm-hmm. much a it feels like a Disney Channel movie type thing. Mm-hmm. I think this one is an improvement all the way on the first one for sure. Oh uh, no, I mean High School Musical Two is a huge improvement of for the first movie, right? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think it rules. Mm-hmm. I think this one is also just, I think, like we're talking about, it starts with a bang. Man, does it automatically show that the production has gone up? Exactly. Yeah. Like, just the contrast between just them singing karaoke, that first, yeah, that very first number slow. versus this first number, right. where it's like hallways, a ton of people. Right. Like, just, you know. More basketball dribbling, singing. More, yeah. yeah, yeah it's so, which is my, always my favorite. Yeah. When they dance with the basketballs. Yeah. They always I, do something cool. So I so I really I thought this one was a lot better. I think mainly just because the production was so much better. And it feels like they just took everything that worked in the first movie and just did right. more of that, mm-hmm. of what, what worked. It's um, like the first movie you could see there were like – there were a lot of like cost-cutting measures. Sure. Uh, but in this one, they like were a little looser with the budget or they just had a bigger budget. Yeah. And uh, – like, I mean, everyone seemed more comfortable, like, all the, like, Zac Efron is now singing in this instead of yes. not. Uh, the big, and, like, the big yeah. difference being the dancing, mm-hmm. which you mentioned, which is just, like, a thousand times better. Yeah. It's, like, the, especially in the first one, but even the ones, like, work for it or something, where mm-hmm. they're in the kitchen, where mm-hmm. they change the frame, frame rate immediately. Like, right. everything is, like... Oh man, they are really stepping it up. Mm-hmm. So that I, I I liked that part a lot. I don't think it's a perfect film. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bunch wrong with it. Right. But um <laughs> but we'll get into that I guess coming up. Um mm. 
But yeah, so I guess kind of to talk a little bit about the making of this one specifically is that, um, of course, the the first one became the huge sensation that it was. Right. Um, I don't think not many people, I think at this point, the first one comes out, it's a major hit. Of course, you're making a sequel, just mm-hmm. kind of what you do in the biz. Right. Um, so they go ahead and, and start working on it. Oh, go ahead. And I would just say, like, they started working on it, like, pretty fast, I imagine, because it came time. out right the next the next year. Yeah, I think they yeah. all came out a year away all, from each yeah, other. Which I did. I thought the third one came out like way later. Right. Um, but no, the, they all came out pretty close to each other. If I remember correctly, I think we talked about it last time. I think the first High School Musical came out in like the winter of 2005 mm-hmm. or 6. 6, 06. Yeah. And I think they started shooting High School Musical 2 like a month later after the release. Wow. So they were like, we know it's yeah. a hit. We, I don't think they knew it was going to be as big of a hit. Right, As they just—I mean, everyone's well, like it became a hit right, right away, but it like also blew up still even like oh, bigger yeah. than that. And then yeah. it gets even bigger with the third one, which I still have not seen anything of. Um, but yeah, it's it, so they immediately start filming, and then excuse me, in a classic fashion, uh, sequel fashion form, it's oh, let's do a summer vacation, right? Which is the Spider-Man. It's. Vague, the movie Vacation, it's like yeah. everything of like, what if we change the location? A lot location? of high school movies do that. A lot that. of high school movies do it. Now, the funny thing is that the first one feels very much like a high school movie, and like mm-hmm. the musical part is kind of secondary. And right. then this one feels like the musical part is the primary part, and mm-hmm. high school is like maybe the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then everything else takes place at a resort. This one just feels like it's. it also was set up to be more... Um, to have bigger and more musical stuff. Because, right. like, the first one is just a high school. And, like, kind of, like, it's got the play element, the, the like... Wow. Whoopsies. No, we're good. It's got the music element. It's got, um... Of, like, they're actually doing a theater thing. Right. Uh, but this one, it's like, oh, it's summer vacation. Um, so you got the, like... And then there's going to be, like, a summer dance or whatever. Like, the summer... Oh, talent show? So the, yeah, the, yeah, the talent show. Um... They got the big golf courts. They've got like yeah. I feel like they were also like just thinking bigger, of, big like, time. Yeah, what else can we do? Which okay to get onto that because sort of the production of the film is that they shot the for four days they shot everything they needed to in East High, the actual East High School. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the one of the days they were shooting classes were still in session because they were shooting it in the beginning of spring of two thousand six. So actual students at East High were given instructions of where not to go so that they would interfere with the filming of the movie. Mm. I don't know even if you can imagine that. Like, if you were like, hey, you know how you normally go down that hallway to go to class? Well, you can't anymore. You have to go this way. So, wow. So it's like like they were just filming during classes? Yeah, you would just or... hear you just hear people going, like, summertime, like, walking down. It's like, I'm taking a test. I mean, I guess, like, it makes sense because it's like they're going to replace all the audio afterwards anyway. So they just need, right. like, an empty section of the hallway Right. And, uh, just imagine like the like when they're slamming lockers and stuff. Right. You can <laughs> you imagine just hear that. like a bunch of slamming. Yeah. And, and, and you're like there's... trying to take a test and like right. Corvin Blues like <laughs> flipping a basketball. And they probably and... have giant, you know, like th- 300D lights right. like, set up everywhere. Right. And you're like, rolling. 
yeah. on all this stuff. And you just hear, like, the, the shoes squeaking on oh, the Oh, yeah. All the ba- dribbling of basketball. Dribbling of basketball. Now, there, apparently a lot of the students were extras in that scene, like, throwing papers. And, right. like, at the very end where, like, everyone runs out of the building. Which, by the way, the grass was painted more green because when they were shooting it, it was not springing spring enough. Whoa. So it was probably kind of cold when they shot this in Utah. Wow. Before CGI. <laughs> Before CGI. Well, some people still do that. Yeah. Um, there's stuff like uh, at the Warner Brothers lot. I did a tour once as a tourist. And they <laughs> talk about how, like, with the trees, they'll have to, like, they have, like, different, like, times of year, mm-hmm. like, leaves. And they'll just, like, tape it to the trees. Right. So they'll wow. be like, oh, it needs to be fall. All right, get the bucket of fall leaves out. Wow. Yeah. So people do that kind of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the production for that only took four days, which watching this number of what time is it, which I always thought the song was called Summertime and not What Time Is It. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't even know what it was called. I I, I just, like, remember it. As the, the opening first, song. Yeah. But because it's so big, mm-hmm. and it's probably the biggest number in the whole thing, that it's just like, whoa. That Other took- than, like, probably the last one. But I don't... What, we're on this together? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. The, 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 like, when they're at the pool and everything. That song is called All For One. All For One. Yeah, the pool. I don't like that song. We'll get into that right now. <laughs> I don't like that song. I think it's very much like the, like... Because the movie ends, mm-hmm. it got, cuts to black, and then fades back up to, like, and we got one more song for you. Right, right. Um, and I will say this. I having, mean, it's like they, they, they did that in the first one, so I, it's like I feel like they, they had to do it again. I, wait, they cut to black and then went to... Well, they well not cut to black, but then they had, like, oh, oh the, the real last song oh. where everyone's together. Yeah, the yeah. the What Did We Learn Today song. Yeah, yeah. the the well, the classic thing comes <laughs> yeah, from, yeah. the clap and everything. Um, yeah, I will say this. As somebody who had never seen the this movie before... Big shocker surprise when Miley Cyrus shows up. That was out of nowhere for me. I didn't, like, realize that until, like, way later where someone was like, did you know that oh, Miley nobody Cyrus told me that. was? Yeah. yeah. But I it, saw it, like, on the internet It was somewhere. so quick. Yeah. And she's, it was so quick, and she's also a lot younger than when yeah. she shot that. So mm-hmm. I was like, is that... My, right. Like it took me two seconds it, to figure like, it out. It's so quick, like literally blinking, you'll miss it. Right now, um, do you know why she's in this movie? Mm, I don't know. I I assume it's like maybe she was in a nearby set, or but I, I have I, I don't know. know. Utah's kind of far out. Mm. So back in two, January of two thousand seven, Disney Channel announced that it was wanted the fans to weigh in on decisions for High School Musical two through a poll with several questions. The poll would determine certain elements of the musical. This is from the president of Disney Channel, Gary Marsh. It was our viewers who catapulted High School Musical into one of the biggest entertainment stories of the year. So we considered it our privilege to give them the chance to participate in the storytelling and to discern the elements of the sequel, which will be watched by millions of kids and families worldwide. Mm. And so the things that you could decide were mainly just like what what kind of like props that people could hold. It, okay. It wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like big important decisions. <laughs> I think Troy should kill Gabriella. Right, right. And like forty nine percent of people it's like said he should what kill her. Yeah. Dress is Gabriella gonna wear for yeah. this scene or something. And you could choose option A or B. It right. was never like anything big, but the big one was you a poll at the end determined what guest from another Disney Channel property gets to be in it. 
and Miley oh. Cyrus won. And I, I want to say how much of that was rigged. I want to say like how like which which were the other options? Right. That's what I want to say. Or was it you can write in whatever you want because mm. don't trust the internet on that type of stuff because right. everyone will just pay like Rufus from Kim Possible. <laughs> right. Right. Like a cartoon or something. I mean, it'd be cool if the voice person was there. Right. But yeah. Um. Who's also the voice of Bart Simpson? Really? Yeah. Wow. What's her name? Nancy something. Nancy Cartwright. That's right. Yeah. People are going to get mad at me um, for not knowing that. But yeah, so talking about that, so most of this movie, I think that scene, probably why they cut to black is because they shot that last. Mm-hmm. And right. so they're like, we need to get... I mean, it's just funny because it's like you go from night and from them doing the like... Right. The, what are they doing? The balloon thing? The, where they're, I don't... I forget how it ends, but... I gotta tell you, it's the just ending like, was pretty boring. It's like so... It's so quick. It's such a quick change. Yeah, it is a quick change. I'm just like, I wonder what is in the lore of this. Like <laughs> the, the lore. Like, is we'll this literally the, the last day of, of summer vacation? the summer? Yeah. And it's like, they're like, all right, everyone, we're gonna go outside and dance today. Yeah. Um synchronized so i do find it funny though that the plot is what if everybody worked at the same place right right <laughs> which it's is like it's like i'm like dang like how did troy convince what a job for himself versus a job right. for like all his friends because we see him going like hey there's a sweet girl that you totally work for and they're like oh we can make an interview happen right. and then he cuts to him like coming to the uh what is it called lava springs country club right and then like <laughs> 20 people follow him. I'm just, I'm also thinking, like, was there, like, a whole staff already for this country <laughs> club that they had to fire to replace these kids with? Did I tell you, man, COVID's got us hard. We're, yeah. We're I just imagine, like, some 40-year-old, like, who got fired just so that Corvin Blue could work in there. Oh, man. Yeah. So they did shoot it. Uh, the most, the, the photography was shot at uh, Entrada at Snow Canyon Country Club in Utah because the movie takes place in Albuquerque. It's pretty obvious that it's Utah at this point. Mm. Um, With all the mountains and everything, probably. Yes. So um, I, I, I looked on their website. So Entrada, also fictitiously known as Lava Springs Country Club, in which was made famous. When Disney chose Entrada to be the location of filming for High School Musical 2, I guess it is kind of easy in the way of, like, you just kind of book the whole place for, like, several months. And mm-hmm. you just you just take over the production so you're staying there. Mm-hmm. It must be easier to shoot that way. I'm just like, yeah, we're shooting, like, we're staying. We're even if here. they want to use different, like, it's like, I bet the bet for bet on it was like easy because it's like mm-hmm. all you have to do is just empty that field and like get the cameras. You you could like keep everything else open at the right. same time, you know. Um, but yeah, so the movie stars stayed at at the place, and a lot of the residents of like they have like a neighborhood nearby where it's mm. like extras in the film, which is why there's several. Scenes where you'll see like little children in the background like dancing, right? And you're like, what? Right. <laughs> so I think they just tried to get as many people as they could as possible. And I wanted to learn a lot about Entrada. So the reason I learned about it is because I went on their website and I, I signed in a membership inquiry form. Wow. And I put your name in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I got an emails with a woman who works there and i said hello my name is alejandro joaquin (laughs) i am a podcaster and i'm interested in learning more about your country club and its amenities you provide so that's why i've been getting uh (laughs) giant pink cards what are some qualifications for your membership applicants thank you for any advice or help alejandro joaquin wow at most extreme podcast they reply 
No, not yet. <laughs> but I in wonder case... what you need to be. It's like you need to be rich or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just kind of wanted to know, like, what does it take to get in this place? You need to own a Fortune 500 company well, or something. Well, Alejandro, your prize <laughs> is <laughs> you got a membership to a club in Utah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to go going. all the time. We should get. We should. Whenever I'm in Utah. Whenever I'm in Utah. I mean, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Then we got some rocks. I mean, I, I, it, I do like it during the movie, like. Oh, like the all the mountains and stuff was pretty impressive. Yeah, um, like it looks. That's I think that's why I like this too because it it looks good without like it doesn't have a big budget, but it looks good because it's like shot in a pretty beautiful place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fun. I mean, I'm not into country clubs whatsoever. Right. I think they're probably like the, the one of the parts of America that I hate <laughs> the most. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it looks all right. I mean, yeah, the country, golf not for me. You know. I'm yeah, not, I don't hate golf. If you like golf, have fun. But not yeah, for me. I mean, the part that interested me most was probably just the food court. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, so the filming, the entire thing lasted five weeks altogether. And I think the the first movie didn't wow. last that long either. Five weeks. That's quick. That's I think Kenny Ortega around. must be like a really tight director. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I mean, they've when they get there, they've probably got all the choreography down. Yeah, they've got like. They know what they're going to do, and they just, like, shoot it all yeah. quick. And, I mean, it's a pretty ensemble film, too, so yeah. they can, like, shoot every day, like, mm-hmm. without wearing the the actors out, I'm guessing, because right. there's, like, a lot of scenes. I mean, Zac Efron's in it a lot. He's in it a lot. But, I mean, there's also parts without him, so. Right, and there's a lot of night shoots, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, we can shoot tonight. Um, I think it also helps because Kenny Ortega is also the choreographer for these movies. Right. And so... I did not know that he was also, like, the choreographer. Yeah. I don't know if he was for the first one, but he is for this one. And Uh I think that actually has benefits the movie um, because he is so... You know, he's running everything, mm-hmm. pretty much. And he did it for Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. He did it for, like, Michael Jackson stuff. Right. So he's, like... Huge when it comes he's, to that. Yeah. I, I, was, I was reading a bit about him, and um, I didn't know that he, like... When he was like kind of starting out, he actually worked under Gene Kelly. Yeah, um, which is like kind of you get to see why he's like huge so so huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of the behind the, there's a <clears throat> sorry uh, there's a behind the scenes um, that we went with the DVD for this thing, which is awesome because we love <coughs> behind the scenes. Um, and all the actors talked about how much they liked working with him, mainly just because he's 110%. He asks them to be all high energy the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a very extensive um, blooper reel, which is pretty great. Love that. There's actually at the end of this movie, too, at least on the Disney Plus version. It, it mm-hmm. goes to, like, credits and bloopers, which is a sign of the times, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it definitely feels like they had fun working on set because he's a very personal director and that they don't waste time, mm-hmm. which is good, especially for musicals, which, oh my gosh, the amount of right. staging that has to go on. I mean, so. I mean, five weeks sounds like, I guess, intensive, like, yeah, but if you've already kind of been practicing and then you go through these five weeks right, and you like are actually getting stuff done, right. I feel like that like, everybody kind of keeps getting pumped for, for it. And, um, I mean, I'm sure by the end of, of it, they all crashed. Oh, but sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to – we'll talk a little bit about it because I, the success of this movie specifically 
um, which was released on August 17th, 2007. It broke a plethora of viewership records and became the most, it's still, I believe, the most commercially successful Disney original movie ever produced, Mm. the most successful decom. Um, in the U.S., High School Musical 2 generated 17 million viewers in its premiere broadcast, smashing the record of its predecessor over 10 million, while it remains the highest network ratings ever produced. Um, and at the time, it was the highest ranked thing in all of 2007, beating out all sports. Wow. Yeah, all Monday Night Football, all, like, the Final Four. Yeah, it, it was massive. That's crazy. So that talks, that's a phenomenon right there, for sure. Um not only did they do that, but they actually had a world premiere pre-show party on Disney Channel that was filmed ahead of time at Kenny Ortega's house to show off some of the behind the scenes and get people pumped for the event. Mm. So they literally would like have on on Disney Channel like a clock countdown mm-hmm. happening to like the premiere, the world premiere, right? Of High School Musical two. Yeah, and that, I did that's watch something this you thing. can't get with Disney Plus. It just, no, right? it just drops at midnight. I'm guessing. Yeah, it took me yeah. forever to find this thing, but it is on mm-hmm. YouTube, and it's not the best quality. It is pretty much how every YouTuber acts now, where it's like the cast and like Zac Efron and everybody hanging out at the pool, mm-hmm. and they give that that very fake corporate sellout talk of like, "Hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us at High School Musical two premiere party. Mm-hmm. We're so excited!" And then they all the staging that's super fake of like. I like Vanessa Hudgens walks in. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's my friend Vanessa Hudgens, co-star mm-hmm. of High School Musical two. Right, and you're right. like, oh, right. Playing I just want to see like a vlog of this time, yeah. like used to YouTuber style. It's, it's very much like that. My favorite part of the whole thing is when Zeke, the chef, mm-hmm. shows up, and he, the guy who plays him, I think his name is Chris, shows up. And he's like, and I cooked my famous creme brulee, <laughs> and the guy who plays Jason goes, don't you mean creme brulee? Wow. <laughs> That's, he owned him. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they wrote. Someone probably got paid to write that. Yeah, line. I laughed so hard. Yeah, it was. It's. It's. It was. It was something. <laughs> I, f- I, f- I like how Zeke's like that. That cr- that cook thing is the only thing that keeps like that keeps that, going. That's his only character trait. Yeah, I mean he's in this movie a decent amount, and so is um, Jason, Martha, and Kelsey. Like some of the right. background characters, they get a lot of screen time, which I like, mm-hmm. especially like things like work for it and other big moments where they become kind of like part of the ensemble. Right. Um, there's a lot of dancing that's done with um, partners in this movie, mm-hmm. um, where like. Uh, everyone has a party, and so like Zeke's in there, and Mar- and Martha. So they're all they're a part of the gang at this mm-hmm. point, but they just don't have as many lines as something like Corbin Blue, right? So, right. I think it's cool. Um, I just love how oh, I just I don't know the world premiere kind of things you don't see as often. Should we get to the plot? Yeah, let's get to the plot. Yeah. I mean, my biggest thing is I was writing this down while watching it was the biggest improvement to me is more Sharpay. Because that is the thing yes. that worked so well with the first one, and then they were like, let's just keep doing that. Like, because we didn't really get just, other than, like, when they're, like, um, auditioning, we didn't get, like, a Sharpay number, right? Yeah. Because, like, there, there's that part in the beginning of, um, of uh, what is that song? Where they're what all, I've like, been looking for? We're all conforming. Like, we're, they're... Oh, stick to the status st- quo. Yes, that one. Yeah. Like, she's, she, like, starts off that song, but that's not, like, her song. Right. But in this, we get like a full Sharpay, like Arc. glamorous, fabi- oh, yeah, fabulous, fabulous, yeah, song. Um, that might be the most catchy song of this, right? 
and the like I just love the colors and everything. That the I love pink that she piano. A, I love that she has the sick. Barbie like car. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I just think everything that works with her is so great for this. They flesh out the character way more into just being not the villain but an antagonist of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to sound weird because I've been watching the new season of The Boys, but the amount of comparisons between Sharpay and Homelander are wow. kind of staggering, especially watching it. It's like this diva who just whines the whole time until they get what they want and then controls everybody because of their obnoxious ego mm-hmm. is so similar, but then they don't have any leadership abilities whatsoever. All it, they do is just blabber. Right. It's it's funny. Like, I think that um, it's like Sharpay is like kind of always painted as the villain. But then at the end of like every movie, everyone, she becomes like a, a like she just changes stuff like her mind or right, I guess right. I don't know because it's like in the end of the first one it's like well I didn't get the role that's cool though and then they all sing the right. last number and in this one it's like oh I didn't get to sing with him yeah oh that's cool I'll just sing with everyone else okay like I I, I don't know like it, I mean I guess it's like everyone's always kind of betraying her or like yeah like kind of backstabbing her a bit so it's like well, it's, it's it's just like I don't know if that's how she's learning her lesson or, but it, uh, for me it feels like out of nowhere, like always at the end. That is true. At all, yeah. at the end, she's like, actually, I'm good. Maybe, and let's sing about what we learned today. Yeah, and then by the end of the by the beginning of the next movie, she's like, like again, like oh, the antagonist. Man, serious? <laughs> yeah, um, I do like that. Ryan, her brother, gets more things to do in this one because the first one he just kind of stands by her the whole time, right? And then he's, he gets the whole arc of he's like just like an evil henchman. Right, who turns good. Right. Um, so that that's cool. Yeah. I like that they give him the trait of, like, he's a choreographer and, like, he's actually, like, a good leader. Right. Like, he's a, you know. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's great in it. Um, I like that he just becomes, like, part of the gang. Um, yeah. I, I also like how Tro- they really st- put it as Troy is the main character of this story. Mm-hmm. And this is the second part of his story. I read a Vice article that was talking about High School Musical. <laughs> I'm doing a Vice article about High School Musical. Um, and it was talking about how High School Musical takes the High School Musical template of Troy's inner struggles between his desires and responsibility and transposes it to a non-school setting. This time, rather than girl versus friends and songs versus sports, he's, grappi- he's grappling with the harsh realities of adult life versus the fun of personal relationships. So I think that's kind of where this movie works mm-hmm. for me, too, is also it's just about being a teenager of, like, I need to start making money, but mm-hmm. I also want to have fun with my friends. Yeah. So it's like, it, where do I stand on it's, these things? It's also, I feel like his struggle, though, for the most part, it's like him, like, trying to get the scholarship or, like, trying, mm. you know, like, because Sharpay's kind of, like, setting him up so that she, like, that, so that he danced, that, so he that he do the her, number. Yeah. yeah. And it's like all his friends are like, oh, all you want to do is, like, chase scholarship money and get money and not be our friend. Sure. And it's like... Well, those are those those are pretty bad friends. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, like, yeah, he's like, like Sharpay's like obviously just doing this because she likes him. But it's right. like, is it that bad if he like takes advantage of this? Like, sure, I think you know, like the like the recruiters, for example, are actually interested in him. Right, you know, it's like, why doesn't he just, you know. Why does it? Why can't he just be with them? Sure, I think it's because he just wants to be a kid, and right. this is when he wants to be thinking. But I also think it's 
they're starting to notice his how his personality is changing the more he's around Sharpay and the mm-hmm. recruiter people. And I think that's what they're mad about. But the only thing they're really mad about is because he didn't want, he asked for Swiss on his burger, and they're like, "Can you believe this, Troy? Right? He's changed." Yeah. Yeah. No. When they're like, "You've changed, man," and everything and everything, I'm just yeah. like, "What are these people talking about?" Sure. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know if it's just more. I mean, I met. I may be like in high school. Like, I can see the mentality sure. of people thinking like that, but I don't know. I feel like even in my high school, that wouldn't have been a thing. No, it wouldn't have been a thing. I think in high school for us, our generation was very much like, I have to spend every minute getting into college because it's also harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, we're also not Troy Bolton. <laughs> right. Which is weird. There's a line about with him where he's talking to Gabriella, like, my family's had to, like, save every penny for me to get into college. I'm like, have you seen your house? Right. Like, you live in a mansion. That is not true. Exactly. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's very funny how his kind of arc of trying to figure that out, um, mainly just because, um, yeah, I think the arc of, cause he does the, the song work for it where he's like, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be friends. Although this summer it's going to be the best summer of our lives. And then that he kind of betrays that I think is the thing that mm-hmm. that is kind of the arc where they're like, what's wrong with you? But I do <laughs> think that Zac Efron is truly showing how hard he works as an actor in this role. Oh yeah. I mean, he's, I, he hasn't done like a lot of singing or dancing afterwards. I don't think I've I've seen uh, him. He was in, anything. in the movie Hairspray where he did some singing and dancing. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, but, uh, but I, I mean, after that, it's like that was also pretty soon after. Yeah, it was like school. almost immediately after. Right. Yeah. So it's like, like it's just like he's not really a singer or a dancer. Like in terms of like how. Um, someone like maybe Ashley Tisdale is because right. it's like she's she's always singing on uh, Phineas and Ferb, right? Right. It is funny watching this how similar sometimes she, when she's like yelling for her mom to help her that I'm like, oh, this is just Candace. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And like even the some of the singing, like in some parts, it's like yeah. you totally hear Candace. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think that Zac Efron, especially. In this movie, he is in so many of the scenes. He is leading the series, and mm-hmm. he's and I think he's good in it. I think he's good as Troy, and I definitely believe him in it. But I do believe that these films, he became so insanely famous after these movies, mm-hmm. Zac Efron, that I believe that these movies were both a blessing and a curse for him. And mm-hmm. I think he felt it big time, especially after this movie, where kind he of became... Kind like a Twilight thing? Kind of. He became even... I would say he became even bigger than that, because there was enough people when Twilight came out that hated it, because they're like, mm-hmm. this is stupid. But right. there were enough people for... There was more people who were just completely into this. Yeah. But and, just, I guess, more in the mentality that it's like, they think of him as just that. Yeah. Like, even though that he became famous, he became famous for that right. one thing. But he became so famous overnight yeah. that I think it became... He's talked so much about dealing with substance and alcohol abuse. He's talked right. about, like, how fame has basically ruined his life. He's very outspoken about how much he's, like... In interviews, will be like, I hate Hollywood. I think it's a terrible system. He's moved to Australia. He's moved <laughs> his production company out there. He's like, I want to get as far away. He changed his hair color. <laughs> yeah, completely. I mean, I, I hope that he's okay. I think for a really long time... After this movie until mm-hmm. pretty recently, he was just like completely struggling to find his place in right. Hollywood and who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that for, for a really long time after this, he kind of just did like Nicholas Sparks novel, like romances. Yeah, yeah. A bunch what of those. That? Charlie, Charlie in the cloud, cloud or something. And like yeah. the last dance or so whatever. Yeah. So a lot of those type of movies where he was very much just kind of marketing to the people who grew up with high school musical. Right. Like kind oh, of heartthrob movies. Yeah. Cause yeah. everyone knew him as the hot guy. 
mm-hmm. and now and but then I think he anytime he tried to do anything besides that, mm-hmm. people were like, "No, you can't be in, in like an Expendables type movie or something." Right. I mean, I feel like everyone liked him in Neighbors. Yeah, um, he's like, oh, I'll try already comedies. He tries that right. one, and he tries that awkward moment with Miles Teller and I think Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I re- remember seeing that. But. It was during the 2010s with this era of like R-rated comedies about the hard hardness of of dating. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. But now I hope. I mean, he's showing up in like a Stephen King thing, and then he mm-hmm. was just uh, he was in the Disaster Artist. He's really good in that. Right, right. Who who do he play? He in plays that? Chris R. Oh, who like beats up Josh Hutcherson? Right, I remember yeah. that. Yep, <laughs> that's a fun movie. Mainly if you've watched The Room a bunch, and then where they do the side by side of the same movies, and you're like, this is like really scary. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I, I it's funny because I watched that movie without watching the first the like oh really the actual yeah. Have you never seen The Room? No, I, I've. I've seen like all the clips and everything. I like the basically high dog have pee. seen all of it. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. but I kind of just want to see it in a movie theater first, like sure. in one of those like special screenings where they throw, where they throw spoon. spoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this sounds insane. Um, you didn't ever go on a tour of San Francisco, <laughs> and from the room, right? They right. have those. They have them for High School Musical. Um, but I was. It's just watching. Yeah, how famous Zac Efron got. I think. Definitely ruined his life, but I think that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is the first time me watching these films is I had no clue about this romance with Sharpay and Troy. Because to me, I never noticed it in the first movie. I don't mm-hmm. know if they were ever setting it up. But now she's like, I like Troy now. Mm-hmm. And then this whole movie about them tr- trying to get together is very interesting to me. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I mean, it's anywhere. also like, I mean, it is kind of a room. Like, it's like. Well, he doesn't like is, her at all. Right. Cause, well, I mean, because the thing is, like, in the first one, she just hates him because he's trying to be in the musical. Right. And he's like a jock. Right. And in this movie, it's like, it's like she knows that he's got, like, star power, I guess. Right. Like, he's a good singer. So she's trying to be, like, she's just trying to, like, sing and stuff. So right. that's why, I guess, she kind of logically wants to partner up with him. Right. But, Yeah. Yeah. It's never like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's not like she's always been in love with Troy or something. Right. It's not a Hey Arnold situation, but it's also not one where he's not interested whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, to me, it kind of reminds me of there's like in, uh, in Sh- this is where we were Shrek 2, where they have Princess, they have the Prince Charming, and he's trying to like swoon in Fiona. He's, right. She's just like completely like, I don't like you at all. Yeah. And he's only using her for a game. So it's a common, common classic kids' movie trope. Right. Um, but yes, dancing great. Um, the talk about the lore. There's one line when they're all mad at Troy, where they're like, where Chad Corbin Blue's character grabs him by the shoulder and he's like, "I've known you since preschool, man," right. and like, "You've never acted this way before." We're like brothers. That line right there. If this was made today, a hundred percent, you would see a Disney executive being like. We just thought about that line, and uh, we just want to explore the magic of storytelling between the relationship <laughs> of Chad and Troy. They just, like, so an animated Disney, series yeah. of, high, like, kindergarten care musical or something. Yeah, this is how bad the corporate film world has gotten. It's just like, we just thought about how we could tell the magic of imagination and storytelling between... And now coming to Disney Plus this summer is Chad and Troy. Right. We explore the ex- ex- story, and everyone is like, shut the... Up. Nobody asked for this. Chad and Troy, a prequel musical. <laughs> yeah, this is the stupidest thing. Nobody ever asked for this dumb don't stuff. Give them, don't give them any ideas. Because it's the same thing with Rogue One. 
Right. And it's the same thing with Lightyear and all this stuff where it's like, no one asked for this. Right. But right. it's like, we have to ex- we have to experience the integrity of this. Or that, um, the SpongeBob movie where they're literally like, it's like SpongeBob and Patrick are like little kids. Yeah, they're Camp like, Coral. Camp- what yeah. the crap? Which is also isn't, I don't think that's like I heard candid. it's good too. Well, I mean, because don't they meet? Like in the show for the first, I don't they have? have a, I no feel like they have a clue. flashback in the show where they meet for the first time and they're adults, right? So it's like, yeah, it's it's either way. It's you, a, I'm just saying, definitely a trend. It definitely feels like something that they were that today in today's world they would have mm-hmm. totally used that to set up some stupid thing that nobody's gonna watch, right? Um, right. I did want to mention one thing that comes up through the entire series that we haven't talked about, which is Chad's T-shirts. Yes. Which yes. he's wearing, like, which is definitely a thing of the 2000s and definitely into the 2010s of wearing just, like, word shirts. Yep. The Or just the shirts with, like, the mustache on them or right. something. Or just, like, bacon. Yeah. 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 Um, so I have a couple of them here. We'll post them online. But we have one where he says, I look just like him, and it's a TV. Uh, right. Laughing on the inside. I come with my own background music. Worship right. Waffle, which I don't know really what that's about. Apparently, Corbin Blue helped design these shirts. He did it. My mom thinks I'm rad. My favorite one is I majored in vacation. Wow. These are the type of shirts that you would see on sale at, like, like Ross. Right. And then you're like, you. I would wear them ironically just to be because they're, they're just dumb. But there was definitely a point where people were like, yeah, bro. Yeah, waffles or something (laughs) waffles or yeah no i feel like it's funny because it's like a jock wearing this even back then it's like i don't feel like the jocks were wearing that stuff no absolutely yeah yeah and even this warning do not read this shirt wow that's yeah there's a lot of those where it's like um like 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 stay away from me like only uh-huh. give me video game you know i remember i remember I had community a made a joke about that too yeah where pierce an <laughs> older like, guy comes in with what? a grandpa shirt yeah and he's like yeah i'm trying out the ironic shirt trend <laughs> yes i think yeah. i had one as a kid that said like i sold my mind on ebay or something like that yeah i, I went through the phase too don't worry but i remember no like, i remember the the like i used to see this shirt so much and i would always read it because there was so much stuff on it but it mm-hmm. was like it was like um, something like I'm a gamer, and it's like a checklist <laughs> yeah. of like of like oh I I don't um, I don't go to sleep until like five a.m. or something like that, and I'm just like wow, well that's it's a great shirt. <laughs> yeah, anytime you're having to go through almost a whole sentence, that's when your shirt's too long. Yeah, now you see all the. I stand for the flag and kneel for the cross. Oh, my God. <laughs> All those. Wow. Which are, I would wear ironically, um, but I think they're just so funny. Um, okay. Uh, well, the one thing I want to talk about, the things that I thought that really did not work in this movie, was I think Gabriella is barely in this movie. Yeah. And it's like she... Uh, I feel like that scene where she just, like, is mad at him, isn't that justified? Like... Especially, yeah, sure. since we don't, like, really see her at all. Like She's just kind of hanging out by the pool the whole movie. Yeah, and, like, and it's just, like, um, like, we just don't, like, this This definitely sides, like, like puts puts her to the side of, yeah. uh, as a character. I feel like in all of them, she even though she's a love interest, it's, like, she's always 
kind of sidelined a bit. Sure. Um, but in the first one, it's a lot about her. Like, she's part of the whole reason that he's trying to, like, figure out, like, what do I want to do with my right. life? Right. Especially since they're, like, needing. Right. So it's like they have to show that side of her. Right. But it's like now they're just together, and now the conflict for her is just, like, that she's not with Troy. Right. And also Taylor, her friend, basically is the one who starts the rumor of, like, Sharpay and Troy. Like, you better watch out. Right. Which I'm like, you should know by this point that Sharpay is a psycho. Right. Like, everyone should know that, like, nothing is going to happen between them. And, I mean, Gabriella does. At the beginning, she's like, oh, this just you're just working. It's nothing yeah. to worry about. And she's like, no, you got to look deeper, girl. Yeah. And it's like, this is... I feel like everyone who... If you went to school with this person and you were seeing him in high school, like, in summer and everything, you would be like, no... No one is going to mess with this person because everyone knows she's crazy. You know? Right. I'm also like, don't you have to be certified to be like a lifeguard? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. she either had a lifeguard uh, certification already or yeah. it's like, what, did they just let her without any training be a lifeguard? Yeah. Or all these kids who are like, oh, I made a creme brulee one time. Well, you're assistant chef now. Right. Of this country club. Right. Yeah. All these things where it's like, oh, you're going to be a caddy. You're going to be a, all these things. And yeah. it's like you're telling me a bunch of like young high schoolers are all going to be like servers together. Right. I'm like, oh, there's no way that can work. Right. Right. Like, there's I don't in that kitchen scene. I don't see an adult in that kitchen. Right. I'm like, how is that getting coordinated? Right. And I, I mean, I'm fine for movies to live in this kind of magical world where mm-hmm. like that's that's possible. Right. Or like you have a mansion and you're still like, I need scholarships for, for college. Right. But at the same time, it's also like at some point you have to be like, how did what? Yeah. So I mean, it's just fun to think about it. Yeah, but it's weird because in this movie with Troy and Gabriella, their storyline is like, you know, fourth or fifth down the list. I don't buy their chemistry, Mm. which is weird. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's always like the first one you you see it a bit more. Right. And then in this one, yeah, it feels a little bit more stale. And I mean, I'll I'll talk about the third one later. But yeah, yeah, it's always been a little bit for me, a little bit deep. Detached. Right. But the weird thing is because they were dating when they were making these movies in really? real life. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. So that's the thing where you'd be like, oh, it should be like you can like in the Scooby Doo movies or something right. with like Fred and Daphne, you can tell like, oh, there's something there. Right. Or like in the uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, or any yeah. of the Spider Man movies because they all dated. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> funny. And so even like the uh, Zendaya, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you can tell like there's something there. But like with this, it's like there's nothing there, and you're like there is <laughs> like one. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just bad writing or directing or something, but I definitely mm-hmm. don't buy it. Yeah. I feel like Gabriella is just like, like the energy for the character is just really low in this too. Yeah. She's just not given that much. Yeah. So, uh, it's really just Sharpay who gets all the, the star, star mm-hmm. power in the same Troy. And that's fine. I mean, that works for the, for the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to mention one thing. Cause the last episode I mentioned Troy's dad being terrible in this movie because he are the first one. I think yeah. in this movie, he's the funniest part of the entire thing. He's, he's like in it a bit, right? He's in there to give like wise words of wisdom to Troy. Right. right. But the funniest, okay. So the, the first time you see him is he and a bunch of high schoolers just finished working out together. And basically his whole thing is he wants to act like he's a high schooler again. Right. This whole movie, he's like, wow, wasn't that a fun workout, everybody? Like, who wants some Who wants some orange juice? It's just, like, it's just very, like, softball coach dad vibes. Yeah. Or it's like, can I? Who wants orange slices? I think they're talking about, like, we're going to go to a party or something. He's like, can I go? 
<laughs> yeah. It's like you're you, like, my dad. you just see him in the resort, like yeah. trying to work. Oh my gosh. But the yeah, at um at one point when the scene like Troy's really sad because he's broken up and everything of Gabriella and he's sitting in his room and his dad comes into his bedroom holding like ribs that he cooked on the grill and he's like <laughs> What's up, son? <laughs> you want some juicy, juicy ribs? Right. It's so funny. Like, what are you doing in here with my room? With oh my gosh, Dad, it's... stop coming in here with ribs. I told you about this. That's like the stickiest food ever, and you decide to come into a bedroom. <laughs> like, if you were eating ribs into a bedroom, I'd be like, we've got to talk. <laughs> oh yeah. man, no. Um, what did you think of some of the other adults, so like Mr. Fulton? Oh, I loved him. That is like one of my favorite like one one off characters I guess yeah because um, he's just like I love that scene where he's freaking out where he's like well you know I don't want to do this but some of us have mortgages to pay <laughs> and he just has a full mental breakdown yes and even the uh, the girl like is like oh my god and she like takes him <laughs> gives him some water I something. love I do love that uh it goes from him and Ga- from Troy and Gabriella in the pool. And he's like, you got two strikes, one more, and you're not going to work here. And then, like, the next scene, he's like, I'm promoting you. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, it's because, yeah, because he's, like, only trying to fire Gabriella. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but, it, no, I loved his character. I loved oh, his character. Yeah. And Mr. and Mrs. Evans. Another great iconic. It's, like, it's like perfect because you can see, like, Sharpay and... Uh, Ryan in them yeah and I just love that scene where she's trying to like complain to her mother and she's doing like a yogi class or yeah. something yeah and and like Ryan also starts doing it gets into there yes. yeah it's funny especially because of um, when they're playing golf this is something I read on the IMDB is that the when they're, when they're shooting a driver like really hard it's ping pong balls and not golf balls oh really which they which apparently is really easy to notice because you can see like no like dirt or anything hits the grass because mm. they just hang it so far and now knowing that watching the movie i'm like yep that's a ping pong ball wow so why did they, they use them uh i mean because they didn't have enough golf experience and you oh. can totally tell that because a lot of golf playing it i mean the mini golf that i've played mm-hmm. is all in the hips and mm-hmm. these guys are just like kind of whacking it with their arms right and, and so just like flying far yeah and they're like wow yeah so it's like that's not a golf ball um <laughs> all right I did want to talk uh, real quick. Well, we're kind of wrapping up here, but I do want to talk about the songs. So we want to go through them all. But mm-hmm. I don't think my biggest problem is the thing I like about this movie is that like the first movie, all the songs are kind of just like radio hits. Mm. And it's like you can take it out of context from the musical and you'd be like, what a fun song. Where this one, the lyrics of the songs have to do with the plot of the film. I see. Which is what I like about like Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And I like even about like Moana or something like mm-hmm. that is like. We are mentioning characters' names, and we are talking about what's happening in this in the film. Mm-hmm. But the first one doesn't do that. I like that about this one. I don't think the songs are as catchy in this one mm. as the first one. That's just my opinion. I, I mean, I think the songs are, like, more fun, I would say. Because, okay. like, they're all usually a little bit more upbeat, have more instruments in them. That's true. And so, I mean, it's just the part, again, of, the, like, the bigger production, I guess. Right. Um, like, definitely feels like they were, like, written by different people. Because in the first one, like, there's just some songs that I don't, I just don't like. Right. <laughs> so it's, like, I feel like, uh, I don't know if, like, ev- like just one person wrote everything in that first one. And then this one, they have, like, different. Because they do so much different genres, too, in this sure. one. Sure. 
Um, I think the songs, I think, I honestly, just the beginning of the movie, I think is so strong. And then mm. I think it's it kind of boring. And the first one kind of feels that way a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to mention real quick is because the film soundtrack, um, was, uh, double platinum in its first week and was number one in the United States when it originally aired. And the song, what time is it reached number six on the hot billboard 100. It was, wow. you know, biggest, one of the biggest soundtracks of all time. Um, the first one still, still sold a little bit more. I think there's just more iconic songs in the first one. Does that mm. make sense? Like when you think high school musical, you think of we're all in this together or breaking free. Mm-hmm. Um, I think fabulous might be the best song. On I mean, this is the one when I like, I watched it last night and then I'm just walking around. And I still have fabulous stuck in my head. Right. Cause that melody is yeah. so like easy to remember. Yeah, and I feel like with this one, you, like, just tell me the the title, and I remember, like, the whole... Like, oh. I could probably remember the whole song. But with the first one, it's like, I can't tell you that first number of okay. the first movie. It's like, I can't... I don't even remember what it goes like. Right. Um, I did... Okay, we can go through it one for one. Okay, so we did... We talked a little bit about, about Summertime already. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I like that one because it's on the pool. Choreography is pretty cool for that too. Yeah, well, it's the not kicking. complicated, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. think I just like having a piano in the pool. I think yeah. that's dope. It looks yeah. like an Elton John music video for sure. Um, work this out. I like that it's this is sort of the get your head in the game because mm-hmm. like that the get your head in the game was like what can we use? We use basketballs, and this one's like right. what do we use like all the instruments in the kitchen. Right, and they're like uh, hitting pans, and those are like yeah. the drums. I think the one I don't like is you're you are the music in me. It feels really mm. bland. Right. I don't know. You feel free to hear. I, you like I, I mean, I like it. I, I feel like it's like I like the faster version more. Me too. Yeah, for sure. A Sharpay always has like the better version right. of the song. And we're supposed to be like, isn't this worse? Right. And we're like, no, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the one thing I think that's very funny is so I don't dance. While they're dancing. <laughs> is a song. Yeah. With dancing in it called I Don't Dance. So just, you take that information how you please. Right. Right. <laughs> I know I as a kid I always I, I remember being confused by the lyrics. I don't dance. Yeah, because I'm like, well, but they're dancing though. They're yeah. uh, I mean, my podcast are right, I think shows uh, which is there is a there was a Ninja Turtles live show that was like basically a musical with like mm. rock music. Wow, that sounds and Shredder amazing. has a song called A Song called i hate music wow and you're like <laughs> all right that works for me yeah you, have you ever heard of something rotten the the musical which one is that um it's the one that's about shakespeare um this sounds familiar yeah well shakespeare's in it as a character but basically it's like about this one playwright who's trying to like one up shakespeare and oh. like he sees like he sees a psychic or who like tells him what shakespeare next next play is going to be and in, instead of, like, hearing Hamlet, he hears Omelette. So then he starts making a musical about an Omelette. Wow. Yeah. But there's this one number in there that's, um, it's also, like, it's just a whole meta, like, song about musicals. Because it's, like, this guy is explaining what a musical is, basically. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, musicals haven't been invented yet, I guess. Gotcha. And he's, like, well, that's stupid. And then they start singing. <laughs> So it's like, and then the whole song That's is about funny. what, yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like that movie Yesterday. Yeah. But with Shakespeare instead of the Beatles. 
Yeah, the and it's way better. Yeah, I've heard it's not good. The, yeah. When I heard the when I heard the plot for yesterday, I was like, "Holy crap! That's the best idea for a movie I've heard in years." Yeah, and, and then, then I was like, like eh. "Watch the movie," and you're like, "They do nothing with yeah. that concept." Yeah. Um. Okay. So go go. Gotta go my own way. Mm. That's the the sad like. Yeah, yeah I, I will good. say this is like the one sad one that I'm not like I didn't skip really. Yeah, as no, a kid, I would always skip one. all the sad ones. Yeah, uh, honestly, this is gonna make me sound stupid, but there's a decent amount of times where I'd watch a musical and just fast forward right. through the songs in general. Um, okay, bet on it. Mm. The iconic one. It's not a great song and not a great choreo like number, <laughs> but it's so good. It's I don't. So it's just funny. Like, they just go one thousand percent into it. Yeah, and it's amazing. Uh, this one's catchy too. Yeah, the song's not bad. I did want to throw up a, a, another video. Throw up. <laughs> I want to throw up real quick. Um, another video because this got parodied to death. Um, and this is kind of when people also think of High School Musical two. They just think of like Zac Efron running around on the rocks and flocking to the fields. But this is a is parody this, done. Is this by the, the man who can't keep getting? <laughs> The man who can't keep get, getting away from this podcast. Oh, my God. Is that the Miranda? Yes, it is the, the Lin, Miranda. The Lin-Manuel Miranda. When they're... When they're uh, talking about uh, In the Heights. Uh-huh. When they were doing production for it, he did, he did that. So is that just a little meme video he made? Pretty much. He wrote is it new the same lyrics? lyrics? No, he wrote new music, oh. lyrics about it. What are the new lyrics about? It's about it's about in the heights oh, and about okay, the production okay. of it. He talks about like um uh oh, who's Jonathan Larson is that his name? Uh maybe. No, Jonathan Larson did Tick Tick Boone. Jonathan Groff who's in oh, right. like Hamilton yeah. and everything. So it's a bunch of different stuff. Wow. Um yeah, That's it's kind funny. of like I like that. It's I, fun. I prefer the little kid remake where it's like the little kid with the. Uh, I haven't seen that. It's just the it's just the one meme you see all the time of the little kid like just replicating the scene where he's at the pool and they just slaps the like. <laughs> I'm not gonna. That's I think yeah. just him just running around is just like I think they're probably like oh shoot we got another musical. It's just today. like it's just like okay so Troy is very upset he wants to express his anger through the right. song so he's gonna jump on a golf course and just jump on the hills and, and slap around. water <laughs> and um, the highlight of Zach Efron's career. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, every day. Mm. Which is like the finale the, song the at the talent show. Yeah. Number. That's fine. I like, all for don't his... like the beginning of it. Okay. Where it's like, they're all coming out. But I, I mean, I I like it like as the chant, like when the the little chorus. Oh, sure. I guess, yeah. It's very much. I don't know. Just very much in general. I feel like, kind of after the Sharpay version of "You Are the Music of Me," I feel like mm-hmm. the music just kind of gets like fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. all for me is I mean, all for what is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pool, the end. I don't. I don't like that one that much. You don't like to that be one. Honest. It like it's like just because it gets stuck in your head in a bad way. I feel for me. Cause I'm um, just, I just keep hearing all for one. And sure. It's just like, okay. I think I just like the choreography and that's the whole thing about this movie in general. Oh, it, it's just I like, do like that. Whoa. I do like that. Um, I, I, I think it's a, a little bit better stage the, than we're all in this together. Oh sure. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. Cause that one's just like, 
all right, you guys stomp and clap. Yeah. And this one's like, all right, now spin your partner and do a backflip. Right. And then they can they play they can play with the pool yeah. in the background and they have more room. They actually have the um they have like they have the band up there too, right? In that yeah. number, oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's well, cool. I don't know how much they're actually playing. Well, yeah, yeah. but it's like they, they can play with a little bit more elements. Yeah, that. song we forgot to mention: uh, the Huma 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 Kana Koda whatever, right? Which was cut out in the um, TV version of it. Really? Yeah, I did not know all that. Of these, all of these have a shorter version that actually aired like on Disney, but like. Um, you could also like, like, it was just like, they all cut out like one part or a song. Gotcha. Was it cut out of, because it's culturally inappropriate? Um, I think it was just time okay. commercials probably. Cause it was like, but watching, I was like, oh my yeah, gosh. But watching it now, I'm like, they would probably not do this now. Right. They, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of a, sadly the history of all of Hawaii is, is Americans being like, Ooh, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. yeah and so. it's, it's especially bad that this song really is stinks. Like I it's hate bad this song. one. This is the yeah. one that is definitely skippable. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I guess it's supposed to be bad because Troy's supposed to be there. Like, I hate this. Get me out of right. here. Right. So, yeah. It's supposed to be like definitely awkward and everything. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know, is, why do we spend so much time with this? Yeah. So I guess yeah. I watched the director's cut. I don't know. Yeah. Take a cut. I mean, I think it's just like if you get it on DVD, it's automatically oh. the large. So I guess version. they might have sold it like and featuring a new scene. Right. And you're like, Probably. what? Um,. That's crazy. Well, okay, real quick before we wrap up, I just want to mention some of the High School Musical merch and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think this is the thing that when I was a kid got me disinterested in High School Musical is the amount of times I would go anywhere and see High School Musical merchandise literally anywhere you went. Right. And right. I was not a fan of it. So, we, of course, we have some of the video games. We have a Game Boy Advance game. This mm. is bringing it back. High School Musical Living the Dream. Um, we have a DS game called High School Musical Making the Cut. I have a feeling they're the exact same game. <laughs> Right. Um, just for different systems. We have the High School Musical Get Your Head in the Game. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Is this... What is that? That is like seen it. So it's a, you put the DVD in oh. and then you play along with it. I'm, I'm actually surprised they didn't make like a Dance Dance Revolution-esque game. They did. Did they? Kind of. There's a Disney Channel version of it. That we talked oh. about in our Dance Dance Revolution episode because they had, I believe, just the first movie soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because um, we, oh. we have this clip. You can find it on our Instagram of Kim Possible dancing to get you ahead in the game. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, we have one of the these, like, put some batteries in it, and it's, like, one of these, like, playable games of High School Musical. Right. Um, don't really know how to explain like- it. You could probably get it with a, like, McDonald's meal sometimes. Yeah. But not a yeah. the other thing that they said. <laughs> no, a McDonald's meal for children. Yeah, um, th- they did have a meal. I remember seeing this and being like, "I'm done." Which is High School Musical cereal. Wow, High School cereal with star power, artificially flavored. What? That's when I was like, "No, I'm what done." Is it? Is it? Um, it's like cornflakes that are. Colored? It looks kind of more like uh, Captain Crunch. Hmm. Kellogg's version of Captain Crunch. That, I mean, that does not look tasty. The weird thing is that the word new is bigger than everything else on there. <laughs> so graphic design, not my favorite. That has to be sad that yeah. you did this movie and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's cereal of me. I would, I mean, I would just keep that um, 
like in my room forever as as a trophy if if I was on a cereal. Sure. I and then like termites eat it. Yeah, I mean it what would happened? be pretty gross. Yeah, um, we have a we have a pillow, a my secret pillow of a High School Musical cast jumping a body pillow of the High School <laughs> Musical. <laughs> I just like imagine I that. I have a feeling this is the reason we didn't do any of our research on Deviant Art and Tumblr because we probably would have found some really interesting fan shipping. Oh my god. Yeah, um, because I already looked for one second. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I mean, for the next one, we definitely have to read some of the fan, uh, the fan some fic. of the fan fictions. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's we have some high school musical bath and shower gel oh. for men with peach and tangerine. And I like it has- I like that this is for boys and it's right. just the image of me trying to shower and then looking <laughs> at the the bottle and I just see Zac Efron smiling and Corbin at you. Blue smiling at me. I'm uh. like. Wow, that's Well, they cute. also have even more. They've got the uh, perfume or natural Ooh, spray. Cologne. Cologne. <laughs> I wonder what Is he wearing a high like. school musical right now? Wow, it smells like yeah. a gym locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he really got all this in together. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is about, but it definitely doesn't sound great. They is had there, so is many like, products. Is there like a scent? Does it say? I couldn't find it. It just says natural spray. Natural spray. I don't know if actually any of these were for guys or for girls. I think they're just for children. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the market was more for for females for this. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I feel like the marketing for these movies was always like pretty ungendered. Right. For me, it, it like it's it was like uh, Wizards of Waverly Place too. Like, sure. I feel like it like kind of tried to do both because it's like it started sure. a, a girl, but it wasn't like a girl's show. Not in really. the way that like Lizzie McGuire was marketed. Definitely. Yeah, even though like at, like everyone watched Ms. Lizzie McGuire, me, like yeah. that show was marketed like more for girls, right. but especially and Miley Cyrus too. That, I feel like yeah. Hey Montana was very much for girls. Though. Yeah, yeah. No, like that is definitely like for. I mean, yeah. So with yeah. this with this one, I feel like you can kind of go both ways. And I feel like the marketers sure. were also, like, confused um, about I where to take it. all they had to do, and this goes off of what your cousin was saying, mm-hmm. is, is just put a picture of Zac Efron on it and the girls will buy it. Right. Because they're just like, <laughs> oh, he's so cute. I just, like, a Zac Efron watch, you know? Oh, I'm sure there was a watch. We could find it. Yeah. This is also around the same time of, I don't know if you remember this, but it was the uh, toothbrushes that had speakers in them. Oh my god, was that a trend? Yes. Oh my god. I definitely remember this where they had like Cheetah Girls ones where you would brush your teeth and it would play music wow. in your mouth. And then when the music stopped, that means, you were, that means like you had brushed for like a minute or something. Wow. So. Teaching, I hear teaching kids how to brush to the Cheetah Girls soundtrack. Yeah. So Speaking of which, yeah. isn't that also a Kenny Ortega thing? Um, Cheetah Girls 2 is. 2? Not, okay. not 1. Two, the best one. The Barcelona one. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only... I think he made it between these films. Yeah, because that was also yeah. around this time. Wow. He, he Kenny Ortega no- was busy He did a Disney Nolan and it was like, I'm going to make Inception between right. Batman. Um, so yeah, he was a busy guy. And now he's doing all the Descendants stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he did li- the Teen Beach movie and Camp Rock. So he's like right. their guy for all this stuff at Disney yeah. Channel. Um, and uh, so. he also like has worked with Disney, like because he I, I saw that he did the Newsies with Christian Bale. Yes, in he the directed 90s. that. Have you seen um, that? Do you like it? I have not. I've saw like a number from it. Okay, and I've seen like the musical on Broadway. Um, not on Broadway. It was okay. actually a. It was the first time that Disney let uh, a high school do it, and they oh. actually like help them and give them some money. 
cool. <laughs> and it, but it's one of those high schools where it's like, it's not really a high school. It's like just all like superstars are in that school. Sure. It's just like they're all going to be like famous music people yeah. or something because they they were, it was so they were also talented. So sure. I, I've seen the 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 play, but. But I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, there is a high school nearby. I will not name it, um, mm. but they have a theater program that has a semester budget of a million dollars. Wow. So they did Mary Poppins and they actually had her fly through the the entire place. That's crazy. Like on wires. And I'm like, I, she's I, a sophomore. I, yeah. that, so the reason I saw that, because I went to this like summer thing um, for theater. Like, oh, it was a fun. theater competition kind of thing. Yeah. And the year before I went, they they did Mary Poppins too, where okay. and it was the same thing, where it's like this is the first time it's being licensed out to high schools, so gotcha. like Disney's premiering it with this like really like prestigious high school and yeah. everything. Yeah, our school budget for our plays was literally like five thousand for the whole year. Yeah, like that's how much the they same. would give us for four plays. And then you go to theater competitions. Theater competition for those <laughs> listening, like theater competitions are like an entire world on oh themselves God. because you meet. That was to me where I was like, I don't think I like actors. It's definitely it's one of those <laughs> so things dramatic. where everybody feels like they're in High School Musical. Yes, like, I want to know how yeah. much High School Musical influenced people to be like, I have to be in theater oh now. Yeah, so. or just like yeah, I feel like we'll talk about this in the next movie coming up more because of that specifically the themes of it. But it's like, I feel like these influenced kids. Cause it's like, yeah, a lot of decisions and stuff that I see is like things that kids do nowadays. Sure. Uh, or like, or not kids, but like people that I grew up with. Right. Like We're I like, saw this stuff in real life, but it was right. way cringier. Right. Like, Cause I yeah. feel like everybody who's the generation now below us and even the kids growing mm-hmm. up now, like all they want to do is like get a Twitch channel yeah. and like they, get sponsors on their yeah. YouTube and become an influencer. It's like, instead of obsessed with like, uh, Zach Efron, they're obsessed with Jake Paul or something. Right. I can just believe in myself. Right. Um, right. I don't know which one is worse, but they're both not great. <laughs> um, but yeah. Did you ever see that? Um, we're going to close in a second, but that, mm-hmm. that high school, I think it was in New Jersey that did Alien. And they had like barely any money, but they like really what? worked like all over. And they made like an. Like a, a play? Yeah, play. Wow. Of Alien. And they made a xenomorph like out of like like water bottles and all this stuff wow. it was like all DIY and it's like phenomenal really it's really good is it is this like a video yeah it's on a YouTube okay it's really cool to I'll watch it like, man these kids are creative and I think they're doing back to the future or something next uh-huh. which that's coming to Broadway too mm-hmm. which is a musical well uh, do you know Jenny Nicholson the YouTuber yeah, yeah. we need to get her on I, here oh my gosh she's great but I just, one of her recent videos is about um like a musical, like a church musical. I just musical. watched that today. Yes, which this church that which does is, musicals. It's a church that does musicals, and their they their characters are always a pop culture reference thing. Right. So it's like one time, it's like they just use famous songs, but change the lyrics to be like church themed. Right. And it's like you see Iron Man being crucified. Yeah. So I'm like, that's. Yep. Something, they, yeah. And they, they have a looks like they, they have, have a, a budget. huge budget. That's the thing. Yeah. You're watching this video. We'll shout out to Jesse Nicholson. But yeah, the, that video is like holy crap. They got the Star Trek set yes. and like the Star Wars set. Like oh my gosh. So if you want to watch some great musical content, please watch mm-hmm. that video. 
Yeah. It's great. There's yeah. probably also, I don't know if you grew up, I, when I was at elementary school and I did like theater camp growing up, we always did those plays that are written by like some company where they have like a hundred roles mm-hmm. so that like every kid gets at least one speaking line or something. Right. And, but it's never really good. It's always called like, there's one called like uh, crazy camp. And it's always about like kooky summer camp. And there's oh literally like a K or something. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and there's literally like, I think there's something like a hundred roles in the whole thing. So like no kids left out, no I small parts, it. only small actors. Exactly. So, wow. well, coming next week, we're going to do an entire <laughs> audio play of crazy camp. We're going to do the reading. Me and Brett are going to do a two man show of high school musical. Uh, two. And we're playing all the characters, all the characters. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be great. We'll check it out. And you can find us some more on, <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter with the handle most extreme pod. And if you have any questions, email us on most extreme podcast at gmail.com souvenir cents, 15% off on candles. Dune is still on HBO max. Yep. And we will see you next time. Later.